Hello and welcome to our Christmas edition of Root and Branch. Um, hey, Nina, how are you? I'm very well, Chris. How are you? Good. I'm all right, thank you. Um, so you and I are working busily away still, um, and I'm sure people are working in the background, but the market itself, what's actually in the market, is, is sort of winding down for Christmas. So let's have a look back and make some predictions forward about the sustainable market. Um, so what do you think? I'm oh, sorry. What do you think? Um, how do you feel about what's happened, given that, you know, to frame it up, investment grade had kind of got going last year pretty reasonably, but the leverage market hadn't mm. really. Yeah. I mean, I feel quite excited uh, about the whole thing. When you actually think back to, to December last year, to end of 2020, as you say, sort of investment grade market was sort of grappling with the SG a little bit more. And in the leverage loan side, we had seen a few deals, like a handful of deals which had um, sustainability-linked margin ratchets attached. But it was sort of few and far between. Um, and sort of when they were coming, they were very much, oh, this, you know, this is a very interesting, it's a very new thing. And in the, in the high-yield bond market, we haven't seen any uh, transactions with sustainability-linked coupon step-ups at all. Uh, so this was very, very new. This was very um, innovative at the time. I guess it's still innovative now, but it, it has really become sort of sort of the norm in the market. So actually looking back across the year, across the whole of 2021, um, about a fifth of the European high-yield bonds and uh, leverage loans um, completed have had sustainability-linked pricing mechanisms okay. attached to them, which is, is pretty remarkable. And in high-yield bonds especially, it's it's really interesting to see how it's it's accelerated. Because obviously we saw the first one back in March. So it was actually quite late into the year, you know, sort of three months into the year. Um, and in that first quarter, um, it was less than 5% of, of, of volumes um, had, had included uh, pricing step-ups. But actually, if you look at the fourth quarter, and this is only dated to the 23rd of November, but it was almost 35% of high-yield wow. bonds um, by volume uh, included a pricing mechanism uh, linked to sustainability. So really that 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 huge sort of acceleration of the year, it's, it's been a really remarkable year. Um, and yeah, this has really become part of the market and I don't think it's it's going to go anywhere. And, um, and of course, my first love loans. I mean, now you're increasingly seeing KPIs embedded in deals. Mm -hmm. um, quite interesting the way people are doing it. Sometimes people are doing internally created KPIs. Sometimes, I mean, so P PE are doing it, you know, for each individual deal. Some PE are kind of imposing it down mm. from the funds and then adding on a specific KPIs. I don't think, you know, one of the things that the market cries out for is standardization. And I think we're a fair way away from that. Absolutely. Standardization is, is one of the, the key issues I think we're going to be focusing on, on looking forward. F fundamentally, I mean, we're, as I say, we're past the stage of sort of, oh, this is new, this is innovative. How does this work? And someone said to me, we're past the point now where we're having to persuade anybody that ESG is interesting and that ESG is important. But really, yeah, this is, this is going to be something that's going to have to be focused on now. This is something that investors want to and need to see. We're sort of bedding down in the market now. So we're really sort of getting to grips with how this is going to develop long term, how this is going to really um, you know, become uh, standard in the market. We haven't really settled on exactly what that looks like yet. Um, somebody called it to me, uh, the, we're at the adolescent phase. Oh, um, so, oh what's so going out and getting drunk and falling over? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Picking yourself up, starting again. <laughs> 
we're sort of going through the puberty phase where we're sort of really working out what this is going to look like long term, what sort of, you know, products this is going to be. And I guess as with all teenagers, there is a sense that we're going to have to maybe uh, put some maybe slightly stricter um, lines around it, maybe some stricter guardrails around it to stop it. Avoid greenwashing. Exactly. To stop it going off the rails, to maybe stop it going, you know, a little bit too wild. Um, but you know, there are, there are lots of steps in place. Obviously, uh, the LMA and the ELFA are working incredibly hard to help investors, to help them have those conversations. There definitely have been some examples this year where issuers have pushed things, uh, where we've seen people, you know, hitting their targets after basically a quarter, uh, yeah, and where these, yeah. these targets are supposed to be ambitious, they're supposed to be really pushing issuers to, to reach things. Obviously that's not going to, that's not going to work. And that's only going to, you know, feed into the cynicism um, around these around these transactions. But it's now really time to sort of crack on and really work on what everybody wants these products to look like and how we can actually get it in place so that we do have some standardization, so that we, we do have more trans transparency. We have more of a conversation and more discussion between investors and issuers about what these KPIs need to look like, how they're implemented, how they're measured, etc. Yeah, I think it's it's moving into a different phase. Uh, I'm very optimistic though about how it's going to look for next year, and I'm very interested as well to see how it's going to develop. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with you about the the whole greenwashing issue, and I think it's increasingly um, interesting seeing people embed in bonds and loans, you know, really quite hardcore you know, emissions targets or waste or, you know, how much electricity they're going to use um, because they can be measured relatively easily. I mean, I think carbon dioxide is being being measured for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, And you're right. We saw some, you know, quite easy things being done in some loans and bonds. And I think people are going to want more more genuine impact. It's not just a tick box. Um, and interestingly, we have a product, we do second party opinions mm-hmm. on bonds and loans. Um, and, and we will make a comment on what we think about the KPIs. We don't just go tick, you've got some, and it meets what the LMA and Alpha say. We actually look into how how you know how strong they are as KPIs Mm. um and I mean you know I personally think when we do this again in a year's time second party opinions will be de rigueur Mm -hmm. on loans I think I mean you yourself quoted some figures I'm I'm pretty confident by this time next year we'll be on what 70 percent of deals will have KPIs in I think um it won't quite be 100 but I'm sure we'll be well on our way to 100 absolutely and of course, you've got this this huge other market, you know, the US market, um, which is slightly slower on the take up. But that's obviously a huge area for development and especially sort of with, with uh, cross-border transactions, things like that. We're going to start seeing more and more. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and of course, a lot of the private equity firms are global. Absolutely. So, you know, sort of giving it a test run in Europe, seeing how it goes and then sort of implementing it across the pond in the States and... You know, it works for everybody. If you have an impactful set of KPIs and they get a margin saving on it, mm. what, why not do it? And to be frank with you, I, most companies have got sustainable plans in the background, even if they're not very big. Mm, they're thinking about where things are going. Yeah, this is a, as I say, it's no longer a discussion about sort of why is this important or why is this relevant to, to any sort of corporation, no matter what the size and no matter sort of the ownership structure. Um, this is something that is taken for granted that you will be you will be looking into seriously. And as you say, yeah, pretty much everyone, if they haven't already, is developing plans and is developing um, responses uh, to what's going on. Um, 
Okay. Well, in that case, I think it just remains for you uh, and me to wish everybody um, a happy Christmas. Absolutely. And a happy new year um, uh, and a safe Christmas season. Um, And we will see you all again in January. Thank you. Thank you.